Artist Yona Lee uses hundreds of metres of stainless steel pipe, the sort more commonly turned into handrails, for her room-sized gallery installations. Then she adds everyday objects like umbrellas, lamps, chairs and even beds. An arrangement for five rooms is a South Korean-born artist's most ambitious solo exhibition to date. It's about to take over a large chunk of the Auckland Art Gallery. The maze-like sculpture will extend from the glassed area of the gallery out into Tamaki Makoro's Albert Park. Visitors can not only look at the pipe structures, they can interact with them, even take a nap on one of the beds. There are some photographs on the Standing Room Only webpage to help you picture her creations that have been exhibited in galleries around the country and overseas. Yona moved to Aotearoa from South Korea to study art. I asked her why stainless steel is her art medium of choice. When I was developing this series of work um, called In Transit, I've looked closely to uh, the language of handrails. To see handrails, often they are made out of stainless steel. And what I really like about this material is that, you know, steel, like stainless steel, they are very um, environmental friendly and also they're um, soft enough to meld into any forms but at the same time, very uh, strong. It sort of allows a lot of um, possibilities what you can do with the material. And because they're really strong and quite long lasting, and it does give a lot of possibilities to work both with inside and outside. So you enjoy working with the material. I mean, it is long lasting and it has a, a real beauty to it, but it's also pretty heavy and physically hard work but do you enjoy as an artist do you enjoy that physicality of your involvement with it yes I um it took a long time to understand uh, how this material work you know almost took me like 10 years how to sort of understanding like how how we cut things and you know how weld uh the stainless steel and slowly um I'm really getting into it and it's actually really fun I'm working in, because I don't have my own studio. Like I work, I produce my work at um, like existing metal uh, fabricators through, you know, building like relationships. There's a like group of people who have been very generous and supportive of my project. So I've been working on my projects uh, in their workshops and they are like, you know, real metal companies who produce like, you know, the world product, like, um, like the metal shelves and um, doorknobs and like trolleys and uh, like metal structures. So it's really, really fun working with these people um, who often give me like really um, honest feedback (laughs) on their thoughts about the work. The mazes, the effective mazes that you create from the stainless steel pipes in these gallery spaces, um, Yona, are quite beautiful in their own right. Um, But you like to add everyday objects. So I've seen the red umbrella uh, in some of your (laughs) in-transit works. So by adding these sort of things or chairs or tables, what are you adding to the story that you're wanting to tell? First of all, like, you know, when you think about like stainless steel or steel, they're very industrial and they're very um, cold. And for me, bringing this domestic or like familiar objects through, it sort of balances out that coldness. And at the same time, for me, these objects sort of like signify different spaces, like, you know, there's like the lamp um, or like a bus handle. So there's something about bringing 
public spaces and like domestic spaces, like sort of merge them together through through this like, maze of structure. For this work, your most ambitious work, an arrangement for five rooms tells us exactly what you're doing here. You have five different spaces. When you were designing this, did you spend a lot of time in those different rooms and really thinking about how best to manipulate the pipes and the, the little mini stories that you tell in each room? Yes, definitely. Like The space becomes a really integral part of the work. So I spent like a lot of time trying to understand the dynamic of these different rooms. So so we have like one large room and one small room, and there's three repeated rooms that look out to um, Albert Park uh, through a glass facade. And there are two entry points to these spaces. So I really tried to understand the dynamic of these spaces and how the work could progress through um, as the audience kind of walks through these uh, these rooms and trying to find like the right gestures to maximize these um, characteristics of these uh, spaces. The timing of this, of course, was in the midst of a, of a pandemic uh, and you've been working on this, you know, for some time. Does it add to or add an extra layer, do you think, to your work? what you're trying to say, being in the times that we are now? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I wasn't aware, um, you know, I've been working on this series well before um, the COVID hit. And after COVID, it sort of things made made it more clear in terms of what what the work can carry in terms of like meanings and narratives. And, you know, like handrail, like this, you know, it's used for safety, but at the same time, the same material is used for crowd control systems, like the barrier poles and so on. So there's something about this tension between safety and control that this material sort of carries through how they've been used um, in the world. And I think after COVID, we became more aware of our freedom um, and you know like a series of lockdowns how much control can you be comfortable with but that's really for safety of both you and others and because we live so away from the rest of the world and that closure border it was such a new thing you know what I mean like living as a like a New Zealander like you don't really think about like border control you know and so so I've, I've been thinking a lot about that and I think those those elements and narratives definitely feed back into the work. And also there's the highlight of the work is where uh, the work goes through the glass facade. It touches on the ground in Albert Park. So there's something about transition of inside to outside. And I think that's definitely something that we, we think a lot about these days. Yeah, no, I want to pick up on that. So the aspects of an arrangement for five rooms. It's kind of an arrangement for five rooms and Albert Park because, as you say, you're going to have work that will spill over into that and become a public artwork. The the outdoor part will have um, LED light in it, so it will be um, lit at uh, night, all, all night. So it will be 24-7, um, which is quite exciting. You know, there's a lot of effort to make that happen because, you know, it's, it's very complicated 
process to get that consent approved <laughs> for the outdoor piece. Well, you must enjoy too, because you know you've been showing in transit in several galleries around the country and in mm. different spaces. Is people's reaction to the work? And I get anxious sometimes as a gallery goer because I'm very tactile. Sometimes I want to yeah. touch, and there's something about steel that I would find yeah. very tactile. Are people allowed to touch, or is part of this that you must stay at a distance? This is made uh, for people to touch and also uh, take a nap on uh, installed bunk beds and sit on chairs and tables. and So they can lean and sort of hold on to these pipes but not climbing for their safety. Yona Lee, an arrangement for five rooms, opens at Auckland Art Gallery on the 26th of February.